What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey guys, this is so fun. Aquarius Home Services three-day customer appreciation open house is back Friday, May 5th through Saturday, May 7th. I'm telling you, it's a huge blowout sale. Deals on Connecticut water treatment systems up to 30% off. New heating and cooling systems up to 25% off. Oh, and bring your water sample from your home or cabin for a free water analysis. Oh yeah, free pig roast. Come on, Little Canada at 694 and 35E. Details at AquariusHomeServices.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You think Ed Sheeran's going to get sued for that song? By the Lion King people? Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. Poor, poor Ed. Ed. I By know. poor, I mean he's filthy, filthy rich. Filthy That's what talent rich. gets you. Great songwriter. He's probably one of the greatest songwriters of our time. Sounds like he could use you as a witness in his current <laughs> copyright infringement trial. I know, trial. I know. Poor Ed. I'm going to go. What do you mean? No, I don't mean anything. Daytime Emmy Awards have been announced. I'm going to give you some of the biggies, okay? Some of the nominations. Okay? Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Daytime talk okay. series. All of them, basically. Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Hudson, Kelly Clarkson, uh, live with Kelly and Ryan. Today with Hoda and Jenna. Entertainment news series. Access Hollywood, E! News, E! Entertainment, Entertainment Tonight, Extra, Inside Edition. Extra. 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 They even have a daytime special, like uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh. Um, Disney Parks, Magical Christmas Day. The Behind House That... the Table, A View Reunion. Huh. huh? On Hulu. Yeah. Um, The House That Norm Built. PBS One. <laughs> Roku. There's so many things now. I, I just, I don't even what know. Are what are you watching, PBS? I'm on PBS Two Plus. That's where I, I do watch, watch my mountain documentaries. I do watch some PBS every now and then. Oh, no beef with PBS. It's just is there really a PBS One now? And I guess. Um, and then of course all the soap stars and all the soap operas, and then um, let's see, guest performance in a daytime drama series. Don't know any of those people. Then you've got culinary host. Um. Then you've got talk series host. The shows that I mentioned before were for the actual show. 
then you have the actual hosts also nominated. Not all of them. Hmm. Writing team for a daytime drama series. Wow. Does anybody watch these? Where are these going to air? I mean, they're doing everything from cinematography, technical direction, camera work, lighting direction, multiple camera this? editing, casting, art direction. Oh, my God. Hairstyle, makeup. It's a lot of categories, Steve. We've got culinary host, and we've got a local one, Justin Sutherland. Oh, yay. Uh, from the Twin Cities here for Taste the Culture, which was on TBS, TNT, True TV. He's going to be going against uh, some heavy hitters here. Emerald Lagasse from Emerald Cooks Bam. on Roku. Guy <laughs> from Guy's Ranch uh, Kitchen on Food Network. Ina Garten from Be My Guest with Ina Garten on the Food Network. Uh, let's see, Cardia Brown from Delicious Miss Brown on the Food Network. And Andrew Zimmern from Family Dinner on the Magnolia Network. Yay. That's awesome. There you go. All right. Uh, again, don't know when they are. Yeah, they don't even care. <laughs> Uh, Gilly Gogson. What? Come on. They are streaming on the ever popular watch.theemmys.tv. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Uh, They would be better suited putting this on during the day at like 1 p.m. when the soaps are on. Yes. Exactly. Like in lieu of your soap. (laughs) Watch.emmys.tv. Huh. Crazy. All right. That seems weird. Kelly. You ever been? You got a CMA, Donna. You you have an award. Yes, I do. Kelly. Kelly. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Speaking of. What about it? Never mind. Yes, I was part of the telecast. Thanks for asking. Oh, it was awesome. Great. I'll I'll DVR and I'm watching it later. (laughs) Vin Diesel, who you brought up. Because of one of the most my one of my favorite moments in television history during the pandemic when Vin Diesel sent a message to Kelly Clarkson from the recording studio and he was working on a song which actually kind of was a bop I mean I'm not gonna lie it's easy to get down to but of course Vin Diesel and no no hate here this has made him a lot of money always sounds like he has a whole head of lettuce lodged in his throat (laughs) hey Kelly And he had a lot of guttural sounds, as you know, due to the pandemic. (laughs) And then he went on to debut his song. But um, it's funny, he was at CinemaCon. So CinemaCon, again, is when big movies go, and they it's, it's for movie exhibitors. So it's for the owners of big movie theaters in your city, in your little theaters in your hometown. It's for people who have movie theaters and want to say we want to bring people to the theater it's a theater exhibition we want to celebrate theater owners so these big stars come out to it they meet in las vegas and then they they basically get up on stage and say hey thank you so much for showing our movies uh here's a new movie that's coming out i'm going to be starring in it take a look sneak peek just for you they show the sneak peek and then they say nice sappy things to the theater owners thank (laughs) you for what you do it's americana all of that kind of stuff vin diesel was at CinemaCon doing one of these. And then apparently, as the story goes on The Hollywood Reporter, he went off script. But I think the audience was just eating it up. I mean, he said, like, I should be reading from the teleprompter, but you guys don't give a bleep about the teleprompter. And then he apparently waxed 
this is great. Donald is in this. Okay. They say Diesel said to applause during a slow, methodical speech. <laughs> hey, Kelly. <laughs> oh, oh, you my never God. feel just a lot of like I think <laughs> slowly walked his way through. But they say he waxed philosophical about the values of family and his love for theaters. Um and just got everybody all just jacked up about it. And he was like, Thanks for riding with me for a quarter of a century. I like this room better than the Oscars. And you know I really mean that because all those people who are sitting in the audience in the Oscars are only there because of you. So he said, I'm proud to say that for two decades the fast films have been the most successful film of every one of our director's careers. And again, he said to the theater owner audience, that's only because of you. And his... Uh, let's that's see the nice. Last. That's nice. Yeah, they've got one more Fast and the Furious movie that is uh, coming out that's going to apparently end this, this part of the saga with the characters that you know, like Vin Diesel, Tyrese, Ludacris, Michelle Rodriguez, etc. Um, the Fate of the Furious... Topped 1.2 billion in 2018, and uh, the uh, F9, the Fast Saga, earned 762 million dollars back in the summer of 21. But remember, the summer of 21, the box office was not what it is today. It was still reeling from the pandemic. People were easing their way back in, and so they're hoping that Fast, this final Fast movie, which is called Fast X, is going to be big so I, anyway. I i don't think i've ever seen but a few clips from the fast and the furious are they worth watching i think i've seen two yeah the fast and the furious movies are there you can turn your brain off and just sit down and watch i remember watching the first one i think i watched tokyo drift and then i watched whichever one the rock first appeared in and that was it. So I don't know what's happened between now and then. But, you know, they're big, action-y, fast cars, boom, boom. Michael Bay kind of movies, you know? Okay. And they used to be about illegal street oh, racing. God. And now they're just basically unbelievable heist movies that uh, okay. they're launching cars into space. They're jumping off of airplanes in cars. And it's just ridiculous. Oh, okay. Went that Transformer vibe where they're throwing cars at each other as they jump out of them and then shooting them in midair to blow up in people's lap. It's like, what? Why? I don't get that, but hmm. it's fun for people like them. It's and they make like a the, ton the of money. The audience now expects the absurd. Yeah. They want the absurd. Exactly. And they're feeding it to them by the scoop. Oh, it almost sounds like Sharknado. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go, but we have to do a study when we come back. You know those people who buy vinyl records? Yeah. Are they actually playing those records? What's up with that? Mm. I've got some... <laughs> I've got some... <laughs> What is happening? What? Why are you going? I'm just trying to give noises okay. that support your story and I show thought, interest. Maybe you thought we already went to break and you were doing And I was eating weird. a cookie. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the spot. Sorry, I thought we were commercial for about the last minute. Oh, my, my God. According to a new study, when we come back. My buddies over at the Canopy Group, uh, you know, earlier I was talking about we were uh, down here. We were in uh, Beverly Hills yesterday, and there was a street corner that had like a million dollars worth of vehicles just from like four different cars. I mean, the expensive cars are left and right out here. It's insane. I wonder 
What's their insurance? <laughs> Are they saving on insurance? Do they even care how much they're paying? Well, uh, the rest of us, guess what? We do care about how much we pay for our insurance, our auto insurance, our homeowner's insurance. And that's where the Canopy Group steps in. They're like, hey, we care too. So much so that we've created a different way of helping people get insurance. Here's what they do. They have a team of 40 specialists and they work with 16 different insurance companies. And those insurance companies, they basically will fight it out for your business. And so they're going against each other saying, wait, this is what they need. Okay, great. We can give them this and we can do it at this price. They will fight it out for your business. You hardly have to lift a finger. All you need to do is do a little bit of typing. Go to thecanopygroup.com, click get a quote, and you can start saving today. Thecanopygroup.com. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Because we're buddies. Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey Steve. Hey Donna. Do you have a lot of vinyl? As in music? I have no vinyl. I found this kind of interesting because According to a new study, only half of current vinyl buyers own a record player. How about that? I what are they doing with it then? Just collecting collecting it? Do they display it so that they look hip? Great question. Um, let's see. Here's the data or data if you prefer. Um, I like that. Thanks. I practiced that before we came back. Uh, U.S. consumers bought 41.3 million vinyl records in 2022. 41.3 million. That is compared to 33.4 million CDs. Um, Okay. 50% of consumers who have bought vinyl in the past 12 months also, obviously, own a record player. But it's just... Weird. I guess the stat could be misleading as it's comparing recent vinyl buyers to those who already own vinyl. So this is the first. Well, let me think of this for a second. The new findings, they they did this at South by Southwest, um, were based on a second wave of a music survey that had 3,900 U.S.-based listeners respond. So why the resurgence? That's what I want to know. Should I be saving all my CDs and my cassettes? I mean, what what else are you going to do in the basement below the basement, Donna? You may as well put some things that maybe they'll go up in value. (laughs) You know, no harm in trying it, right? Just keep keep them. Get them out of sight so the clutter doesn't bother you. You got tapes? I got a lot of tapes, as you know. I just, why the surgeons? I'm sure our buddy Brian will send us an email. Like, did people just discover they liked that retro sound? I got rid of all like my albums. Retro sound. I got rid of almost that, all of them. But did you do that after you got rid of your record player? I did it when CDs took over. Hmm. Didn't really occur yeah, okay. to me. Well, and listen, if sure, you would have had forethought if you had held on to them, I suppose, from way back then. But 
who wants to live that way where you're like, I'm going to hang on to this for the next 40 years just in case. I agree. It becomes so obsolete that it's actually valuable. I have a because friend. Because it's a relic. Who? I have a friend who um, buys albums all the time. All the time. And I've never thought to ask why. Are you just saving junk to sell later? Like, is that what it's about? I wonder if it is about collecting, because to me, I'm about de-collecting, decluttering, getting rid of as much as I can. Right. I've never had that attitude like, oh, but that might be worth something someday. I mean, unless it's the crown jewels, I don't care. (laughs) Or, you know, like jewelry, things like that. I just, I don't know. Like, how about those bobbleheads? You know how many bobbleheads I have? You have a lot of bobbleheads? I have a lot of bobbleheads. What, 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 give me like an example of a bobblehead that you have. They're all Minnesota Twins. Okay, so like what, like a Kirby Pucket bobblehead? I'm not sure I have a Kirby. That would probably be a good one to have. Who do you have? Just give me one name. It's been a hundred years since I've even looked at them. Um, let's see. Let me look at the twins roster from like twenty twelve. Oh. Um, oh gosh, you need to pitch all of these. <laughs> what? Oh, how about I probably have a Tony Oliva? I bet. What are you doing? Okay, I'm I'm looking it up to see how much oh. it's worth. Okay, so, so look up a Tony you can Oliva. Go home and get rid of them. Hmm. <laughs> or I could give them to uh, a nephew who really likes. Baseball. All right, Minnesota Twins, Tony Oliva, bobblehead for sale. Uh, I see a couple different ones. I see twenty dollars. I see fifty nine ninety five. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a limited edition from twenty sixteen. Never right. mind. And I don't think they're all like in the box. Oh, it's in the yeah. box. Bob. <laughs> uh, you could throw this out. <laughs> Now do it with bobblehead. Bob. Bobblehead. <laughs> I think you can throw. You can. You can give. You could donate those. Okay, great. You could donate those, but get them out of your house. What do you got? Right? Just a box of bobbleheads. Yes, I do. I have a box of a lot of weird stuff. I probably have a Kent Herback. Herback. Herberg. Herberg. I'd like to buy a vowel. Um, uh, yeah. What's up with the spelling of his name? We love Kent Herbeck. What about... Um, I probably have a Tory like Hunter. Jim- oh, no, I, you asked that. Um, like a Jim Cat. I'm going to just give him <laughs> I think it's time for you to get rid of that box, Donna. And now I'm a little bit concerned as to what other boxes do you have that you haven't told me about. Remember? I didn't know about this bobblehead thing until today. I had the box of manuals. That was the bin of manuals that you had. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, it was a I bin. Remember that. Um, yeah. I have a huge box of cassette tapes. I showed you that too. Yeah. Huge, like overflowing, huge. huge. What do you care? It's in the basement, below the basement. Where do you put all your I stuff? <laughs> I don't know if I have enough as as much stuff as you. Okay. We have bins of kids' clothing, you know, that you keep in storage, and then it's like, oh, it's winter now, and you're three, so you'll fit in this. Oh, wow. Okay. Bob. All right, we're doing something with Rocco next. I don't know what that is. Yeah, man.
but it's bound to be fun. We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. Hello, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I'm just eating my lunch here. I'm eating foods that I like on this weight loss plan. One of my new favorites is uh, you take the Rouse spaghetti sauce, you add some ground beef to it, you eat it with zucchini noodles. Delicious. Uh, Pretty much my favorite. I'm eating foods I like and losing about a pound a day. I started this program right around St. Patrick's Day in the mid-190s. I weighed in this morning in the low 170s. That's like 25 pounds. You too could lose up to a pound a day and you can do it without eating prepackaged foods. We're not talking surgery. We're not talking hypnosis here. We're not talking counting calories. We're not talking exercising even. Uh, You can do it just eating the foods that you might like if you like steak and pork and strawberries and all that good stuff. And then fatloss.com results may vary. Hello. If you ever Welcome back. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey Donna. Hey Steve. I don't think you ever got to those emails. I don't think I did either. And you said that you were laughing so hard during a commercial break reading them. And I've just been really excited to hear them. And so could I ask for you to read them? <laughs> Yes, go ahead. Donna, could you please read them? Sure. Thanks. This comes from Aaron. You guys crack me up. This reminded me of Carol Channing yelling raspberries in Thoroughly (laughs) Modern Millie. It was in the script for her to blow a raspberry, but she misunderstood and just yelled the word. They loved it so much, they just kept it. Maybe they should have spelled it out. This is because earlier in the program, we were wondering how to spell. Yeah, like, how do you spell that? And then Alan said the proper spelling for a toot is P-H-L-L-B-B-T-T. People are very funny. And then we looked up, as always happens in this case, Donna went back and saw the kid who dressed as a fart for <laughs> Halloween years ago. He was just like a bunch of loose brown tool, right. not stool, tool, <laughs> loosely draped on him. And it was just kind of funny, like, oh, yeah, I guess that it is kind of It was fantastic. Uh, another email comes from Sarah, and this is because we were talking about people doing things at the gym. Because there was a woman who shamed another woman for wearing a low-cut sports bra. Oh, yeah. Sarah says, I just saw an 80-year-old-ish woman blow-dry her rear end with the community blow-dryer. What the oh, actual no. F? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> she said, the cooties that could have dropped on that dryer are so gross. What happens in the women's locker room? Um, men would be appalled. Yeah, but you should see what happens in the men's locker room, especially after Yeah, hours. we're not exactly our daintiest versions of ourselves over there. I mean, the blow dryer, it doesn't say it's a hair-on-your-head hair dryer. It's, it's any time that you want to use blowing wind to dry something. Like your armpits. I'll hit up on the armpits sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you should. And at home, I'll hit it up on my nether region sometimes. What, I can't do that anymore? You can do whatever you want in the privacy of your own home. This comes from Phil Jones. 
R.I.P. Cool. Jerry Springer. Guess we'll never know the father now. Aw. Hmm. Anything else you would like? You know, hmm. I don't think so. I okay. feel like you gave me what I needed. And, you know, it's just a day. This is a Thursday. And if you guys are following along in your calendar, you know that there's one more day in the work week. And that day is tomorrow. Now you say stuff. I don't want to. I think we should make a phone call. We're all... Okay. Let's just do it. <laughs> we're on. Let's right, right, go. Right, let's do it. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's bucket cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. If you're so hungry today, so, so down to the cafe. It's in his biz. So be a He's already big-timing us, kind of like Rocco used to do. You know? Albert Cafeteria, please leave a message. Oh. Please leave a message at the tone. Mike when finished, him. you may hang up or press pound <laughs> for additional options. We want to know what the soup is. What's, What's going on? Yeah. We'll call you one time all day long, one time, and you can't answer the phone. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Wow, a, Damn. Wow. That was a good job, Mike. Done. Oh, but now remember we have to say this, too. We're just kidding, Brian. We love you. Yeah, love you're you. Best Thank friend. you for the soup that you make. Thank and, you. Uh, you. You work very hard to provide for your family, and we respect and appreciate that. Bye. 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 Is that too much? Nah. Okay, cool. That was it good. That was much. good, Mike. Let's let's always use Mike. <laughs> His strong arm hand. That's the most um, emotionally animated I've ever seen Mike. Oh. He I brings was, it out of me when I don't find out what the soup yeah. is. You seem like very a pretty frustrating. <laughs> You seem like a pretty even-keeled guy. Yeah, I am. Yeah? yeah. You ever get mad? Oh, rarely. How about What's road the point? rage? It's a, no, definitely not. Really? I don't allow road other rage. people to dictate my mood. Wow, that's good. Yes, King. I don't yes, give him that power. Listen, if I yes. got a text right listen, now, I'd be Donna, screaming at my phone. Him. I know, I don't know. You know what I think it is? I think it's, I think it's menopausal. Yeah. Okay, no, that's victim language. Listen, I think... <laughs> that what Mike just said could really empower all of us. He said, view it differently next time you're on the road. Donna, somebody's going to do something that you think is boneheaded and irritating and not the way that you would do it today. They're going to do that on the road today. But instead, you choose to not allow them to dictate how you feel in your day. That's a good, that's that's empowering. Mm -hmm. Come on, Donna. Okay. This is one of your top ten flaws that you have, this road rage thing. (laughs) And I just want to try to get rid of it. What are the other ones? Oh, Oh, never mind. I meant to say that off the air. Never mind. No, you're doing great. You know what we should do, Steve? You and I should throw some things in a hat. This is like a... (laughs) And then somebody pull out something about the other person. We won't know who it is. (laughs) Wait, is it just us writing them down about each other? Yeah, pretty much. I think we might catch on. (laughs) <laughs> or we like should the play way a your game. Stupid voice sounds. We should. <laughs> I wrote that. I wrote that about you. We should play a game with Mike, where somebody puts their you know critique of the other person in a hat, and let Mike pull it out, read it, and guess which person. Love it. Wouldn't that be a fun game to play? Super fun. It would be maybe yeah therapeutic even. I'm starting my list right now. Actually, <laughs> we'll want to do it next week. Sure. Now, we do realize this has the potential to backfire, yes? 
Oh, yeah. We've gone five and a half years having really never even argued. We 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 have issues with the other person, but we like don't get into fights or argue. This never. This could set us down a, a bad path. No. I already have a list of insults anyway. So how I... many are physical? <laughs> there probably are a handful, actually, and I'd be happy to read those next week as well. Thank you. Uh, you coming back tomorrow? Uh, I'm coming back to Minnesota tomorrow, but at the end of the night. Oh. What's on your docket today? Today I have a, uh, I'm going to go next door, which is where my management company's office is. Oh, that's why they put I'll you in that dump a, of a hotel. I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will meet with a, uh, a show developer at 11. Uh, it's whatever the time is here. It's 10 o'clock here. Hmm. And then a, a social media thing and then meet with a brand guy and then we'll have lunch and then we'll go meet with an agency down oh. in uh, Beverly Hills later. This is going to be my first time ever being in a room at an actual agency. Like I had a news agent back in the day. Oh, interesting. But like in a room. You think I'm going to make a fool out of myself? I think the chances are high. Me too. All right, say hi to Irv. And um, did you pick your picture? Your headshot? No, we ran out of time yesterday. We're going to have to do that today, too. Busy all right. day. All right. Good luck. I love you. Make sure you get all I'll your work done. I'll be in here tomorrow. All right, sorry, blah, blah. Bob! How can we miss you if you won't go away? Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide because my mom's still around, is a client of Crescent Tide. She, uh, you know, she likes things done her way. If she left funeral planning up to me, I'd probably have like a, you know, a juggler and a, some acrobats and some Bob Dylan music. No, she wants a simple cremation and a nice dinner with her family. And uh, so in order to do that, she prepaid, pre-planned a simple cremation with Crescent Tide. So when that time does come, everything's going to be buttoned up. Uh, I won't do anything weird. And it's all going to be paid for. So my sister and I don't have to stress about it. Thanks, Mom. Um, It's not just prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did. Uh, You'll see if you look at Crescent Tide's Google reviews that when a death in the family occurs, uh, they take care of things in a calm prompt, courteous, sympathetic uh, manner, and they do so with pretty much the best price in town. Simple cremations start at just $800. Check them out today, crescenttide.com, my talk keyword cremation.